0: Hey everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week, we are taking on Throne of Blood. Yes. Which is a Japanese film based loosely loosely on Macbeth. Full disclosure, guys. we (laughs) We had a recording issue. So I formatted the device on which I record. And I'm like, oh, we're good to go, guys. So then we record the rest of the episode again, only to find out that when I formatted the card, all of my settings were lost. So we weren't actually recording audio. So we didn't record. So we are on second half trace. (laughs) But that's okay. Which means I'm on one glass trace. Yes, I have decided to uh, wait until we start recording our next episode for my glass of wine, because we do them two at a time. An interesting bit about Macbeth. Is that in
1: the backstage world of theater? Some believe, and by some, that's what Wikipedia says, but most everybody in theater mm-hmm. is going by this. Um, believe the play is cursed and will not mention its title aloud, referring to it instead as the
0: Scottish play Throne of Blood, in which there may or may not be subtitles. May or may not. <laughs> So Please silence your cell phones Viewer discretion is advised And now your feature presentation Yes Okay, so Throne of Blood Was made in 1957 in Japan Uh, It was directed by Akira Kurosawa Kurosawa.
1: Yes Kurosawa
0: Yes, I am likely going to mutilate these names Yeah, I
1: am too, but Zach Zach had a giant (laughs) hard-on About this particular Director Mm Mm-hmm He was talking about, like, the, the, shit, what's that song? Chicken the China, the Chinese chicken, Kurosawa doesn't make bad films.
0: Go on, I'm going to Google that.
1: Yeah, and if he, if the guy made films, there'd be a samurai or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, he, he's the reason I'm late, because I couldn't watch the movie, because I had it paused while he was stroking his dick to... Kurosawa. And so I'm supposed to say dicks out for Kurosawa. Sorry,
0: Harambe. It's not coming up immediately, but that's okay. uh Alright, so he has 33 directing credits. However, since he is a Japanese director, and I am an American idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was not familiar with anything. Yeah, no. So I just tried to get as much, like, trivia on the people that wrote and directed it as I could. Okay. Um After training as a painter, he actually storyboards all of his films as full-scale paintings. Okay. And he entered the film industry in 1936 as an assistant director, eventually making his directorial debut with Sanchiro Sugata in 1943.
1: Okay. I mean, the art bit's cool. Yeah.
0: We the rest care when you of it, though.
1: The rest of it's, like, Japanese.
0: Nobody gives <laughs> a shit. I don't know. I mean, um, the Japanese
1: probably do.
0: He's also credited with writing. There were, like, four writers on this movie. And the next movie we do had a bunch of writers, too, which is annoying for me. Because I, oh, yeah. I only want one writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I only want to research one director one writer. Right. So he has a writing credit as well. He has 76 writing credits. Nice. Hideo Oguni has 114 writing credits. Wow. Shinobu Hashimoto has 69 writing credits. He wrote the screenplay for The Magnificent Seven uh, that The Magnificent Seven is based on. Okay. So that just popped up. I was like, I do recognize that. (laughs) (laughs) Something sort of American. Yes, exactly. Ryuzo Kikushima has 70 writing credits. In addition to his accomplishments uh, as a writer, his association with Akira Kurosawa led to him holding an executive position with Akira Kurosawa Productions. In the wake of Akira Kurosawa's bizarre behavior during production and after his removal from Tora 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 in 1970, Kikushima and others resigned from their executive positions within the production company. Hmm. Hideo Oguni was Akira Kurosawa's most frequent screenwriting partner. Having worked on seven of Kurosawa's films, his specialty was in guiding the themes of the film and maintaining consistency throughout the script. Third collaborating writer, Shinobu Hashimoto, which also co-wrote this movie, said that their writing process was that he, Hashimoto, and Kurosawa would write the script and hand the pages to Oguni, who would either nod his head yes or no, and they would write accordingly. So they had a system. Okay. You gotta Um, have a system. Right? You gotta have a system. Otherwise, it's chaos. So, acting credits Toshiro Mifune? M- Mifune? Oh. Okay. He played Washizu. W- Washiz- Washizu. 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 <laughs> that felt racist. <laughs> I don't know why. Look, right. dude, they yelled like that throughout the entire movie. Have you ever listened to someone actually speak
1: Japanese? Uh, I've not listened to someone, but I've listened to anime.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which is in and it's very like it's
0: got a cadence to it that's very it almost sounds military to me like it's intense a little bit there yeah however i've been trying to learn japanese and failing and the people that correct my horrible pronunciation of what i'm learning uh they're very soft spoken and i don't it feels like they're trying to be gentle with me because i suck so bad yeah but it's nice well that's good <laughs> it is. don't let them listen to this episode no absolutely not uh, so he began his career in 1947 the guy that played Washizu. okay he was considered early on by George Lucas for the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars episode 4 5 Oh no, shit 4 sorry yes A that's New cool and the role eventually of course can you to imagine Sir Alex <laughs> uh, right. that's like, crazy absolutely Even though the dude, dude. uh, (laughs) even though he worked hard to learn his English speaking rules phonetically, his voice was always dubbed in the American films in which he appeared, and this was one of the things that disappointed him up until the day he died.
1: That's sad. It is sad.
0: Although born in China, he was from a fully Japanese family. Hmm. He was considered for the role of Mr. Miyagi in The Karate Kid, but after the reading, the producers felt that he acted the role too scary. Aww. so I went to pat more morita well i couldn't imagine a different mr Miali. oh I'm, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's childhood beginners right. <laughs>
1: look
0: you know luke um when we talk about that movie mm-hmm. he calls daniel danielson danielson and i'm like okay. you mean daniel and he's mm-hmm. like Mr. Miyagi calls him Danielson, so his name is Danielson. No. (laughs) I don't know why, but I think that's adorable. Uh, He was the favorite actor of Akira Kurosawa. Well, good. At least somebody liked him. Aw. He became friendly with numerous American actors on their visits to Japan, including Charlton Heston and William Holden.
1: That bums me out. Why? Because he freaking worked so hard to get acting parts in fucking America,
0: and we're like, "Fuck you, we're gonna dub
1: over you anyway." Yeah, he it would. And suck. dubs are bad.
0: Well, mostly. I don't know. Like I watched three um, percent on Netflix is a show that's shot in Brazil, so they speak Portuguese, mm-hmm. and it's dubbed, and you can tell a difference when you're not actually physically acting. But you're trying to voice act someone who is mm-hmm. There is a disconnect there But like if you can get past it It's a really good show And the same thing with Dark okay. Also on Netflix It's a German show And okay. it's dubbed But if you can like get Didn't past it Can you tell it, me to watch that? Yeah you need to watch okay. that Everyone yeah. should watch that I think I've got that Anyone that listening to this Stop Don't stop no, what you're don't doing Because you're listening to us After this Stop whatever you were going to do And go watch Dark on Netflix And if you don't like dubs I'm sure there's subtitles. I just, I don't like to read and watch people acting. I feel like it's rude. It's, that's, that's not exactly how I feel, but it's a form of being rude. Okay. Anyway, people work hard to act. Okay. Hush your mouth. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Your face is saying a lot. Yeah, but nobody can see my face except for you. People can feel. Um, okay, so... Uh, he has a quote about Akira Kurosawa. I'm proud of nothing I've done other than with him. Aww. thought that was nice. So the only other person I researched... That research... is nice,
1: but it's sad. Why? Because he's proud of nothing he's done except for with him.
0: Well, it was probably just a compliment in an ah. interview. Uh, Isuzu Yamada played Asaji. She She's has... She's fucking Crazy what was it eyebrows were they supposed to be eyebrows what
1: the fuck it was supposed to be i don't know every time she was on screen
0: i was like what the fuck well i don't know i assume that they were like drawing on eyebrows i don't
1: i'm not sure that's what i thought i was like i don't i don't know maybe
0: so she has 140 credits and her career began in 1930. Wow. She is the daughter of an actor and a geisha. She was trained as a musician on the three-stringed yeah, traditional Japanese shamisen. Okay. Her acting career began at the age of 14. She joined the Nikatsu Studio in Kyoto in 1930 because her mother was a friend of the chief executive. International fame came through her roles in several films by Akira Kurosawa, notably her Lady Macbeth-like character Asagi in Throne of Blood. hmm And she was named a person of cultural merit by the Japanese government in 1993 and seven years later became the first actress to receive the illustrious Order of Culture from the Emperor of Japan. Nice. Yep, and she had a nickname of Belle. That doesn't feel um. right to me. Belle? Based
1: solely on, her performance. on this
0: movie. Yeah. I was, it just feels wrong. So I don't think that we were recording when I told you this, but I tried to find trivia on Japan in 1957. Right. Because that's when this movie was made, and it's the culture there film. would influence the film more than the culture here would. Right. There wasn't a lot available, so I went ahead and got pop culture information for the world and America in general, and then I got a little bit on Japan that I'll talk about at the end. Okay. Because I figured it'd still be interesting. Sure. So a large Pizza Hut cheese pizza in 1957 cost $1.50, and the most amazing thing about that to me is that Pizza Hut... Was there? (laughs) Was there, Yeah, right? I was like, Wow. Like when I read that, I didn't even register dollar fifty. I was like, Pizza Hut. What? Right, nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, that's
1: surprising. When did when, when were they founded? I don't know. Google it. I'm going to. That's weird. It says it was founded June fifteenth, nineteen fifty-eight, in Wichita, Kansas.
0: Well, maybe my pop culture website fucked up. Could be. Uh, actress. Ava Gardner swam naked. Maybe that's when they went public or something. No, Maybe. It- I, I don't know. I don't know. Actress Ava Gardner swam naked in a pool belonging to Ernest Hemingway. He ordered okay. his staff that the water not be emptied. That's gross. I know. That's like the weirdest way to hit on someone ever. That's both of those things. Yeah. Like, ooh, he's hot. I'm going to swim naked in his pool. And then he's like, oh, she's hot. Never take the water. Out. Right. That's gross. <laughs> got her juices uh, i'm gonna marinate in it later <laughs> okay so miss usa 1957 leona gage was stripped of her title when it was revealed that she was 18 married and the mother of two children Ooh, you know what i feel like i read about that at some point uh wasn't vanessa what was her name vanessa williams stripped of her title because she had nudes maybe i don't uh i might have made that up It's not important. Killer bees are man-made. Oh. Yes. They are man-made hybrid species that are only found in the wild because African honeybees accidentally escaped from a scientist in Brazil. They met with the local European honeybees and created a more aggressive bee, although the hybrids have less venom.
1: Why would we do that?
0: I don't know. Why would we do that? (laughs) The classic slasher horror film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, was partially based on the real murder Ed Gein. When Gein's house was searched by authorities in 1957, they found various oddities, including a belt made from people and a lampshade made from human skin. So gross. Yeah, I listened to the first half of the True Crime Garage on Ed Gein. I'm sure that I listened to all of it because I've
1: listened to most all of their stuff.
0: They were really annoying. Like, I... they made a lot of assumptions about... Growing up in different places. Yes. Well, not all of them were wrong, but still, (laughs) such an (laughs) asshole.
1: I feel like you're Nick, and I'm the captain, because you've got like all the facts and information, and and I just have like colorful commentary. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's me.
0: Out of the ten thousand members of the Communist Party USA in 1957, fifteen hundred were FBI informants. Oh. I, you know i tried to do a little research on like the hollywood witch hunt of the commu- like of communists because i know that was a thing in the 50s and 60s but i really couldn't find in anything that was like a short enough that i could really talk about it i just know that it happened and what? i only know that it happened because i read a biography on marilyn monroe and it was like tangential to what was going on with her mm. uh let's see Bubble wrap was originally invented in 1957. Nice. It was supposed to be used as wallpaper. Really? <laughs> yes. That's not nice. After not selling well, it was marketed <laughs> as a greenhouse <laughs> insulator and then eventually as packaging material. Why the fuck would anybody think that would be a good wallpaper ever? <laughs> I don't know, but I like, kind of wish that I would. First was. of all, like right now, <laughs> I can just, be, just like, be like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just put your babies in there and bubble wrap the room and done.
0: Uh, have you seen some of the car seats from like the fifties and sixties? It's Did fucked up, man.
1: Just like baskets.
0: Yeah, pretty much. They like hung on a seat in the like Whatever. in the front seat. Yeah. It was just like a little seat for the baby mm-hmm. to just kick around it, and basically okay. looked like you cut off a high chair. Yeah. And put a hook on the back of it. They survived. Some, obviously not all, or we wouldn't have all the I legislation mean, we have now. That's true. Thirteen-year-old Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin played on a BBC talent show in 1957, and when he was asked what he wanted to do after schooling, Page said, I want to do biological research and find a cure for cancer. Mm. Hmm. That didn't happen. (laughs) Nope. Sunspots caused people in the UK to hear an American police officer saying, Joe, I'm going to grab a quick coffee during the Queen's first televised Christmas message in 1957. What? Which I that think is hilarious. <laughs> feels
1: like it's coming from, you remember that TV episode of Doctor Who?
0: Yeah, where Rose loses her face. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of that, sort mm-hmm. of. The director of the Detroit Public Library banned the Wizard of Oz for having, quote, no value for children of today, end quote, and for supporting negativism. Yeah. Okay. GQ began publication in 1957. GQ? Do you know what GQ stands for? uh gentlemen no yeah gentlemen's yeah. quarterly yeah i wonder if it comes out weekly now i thought you said dq at first i was like dairy Grill queen
1: i could go for some <laughs> ice cream except it's so cold
0: yeah we had some ice cream after dinner fuck you guys i'm sorry rory's supposed to have my bag oh she really enjoyed it <laughs> <Fuck> her. <laughs> Japan continued to experience westernization in the post-war era, much of which came about during the occupation, when American soldiers were a common sight in many parts of the country. American music and movies became popular, spurring a generation of Japanese artists who built on both Western and Japanese influences. Mm. During this period, Japan also began to emerge as an exporter of culture. Young people across the world began consuming... Uh, Keiju, monster movies Anime, cartoons, manga, comic books And other modern Japanese culture mm. Japanese authors such as Yasunari Kawabata And Yukio Mishima Became popular literary figures In America and Europe American soldiers returning from the occupation Brought with them stories and artifacts And following generations of US troops in Japan Contributed to a steady trickle Of martial arts and other culture From the country mm. And last bit of general trivia: Tokyo Telecommunications Engineering Corporation. That was hard to say. Forerunner, I was to say, That was a mouthful. Yeah. Meteorological. Meteorological. <laughs> uh, that was the forerunner forerunner of Sony. Produced a pocket-sized radio, as the radio was too big to fit in a pocket. A Akio Morita, the co-founder of Sony Made his employees wear shirts with larger pockets To give the radio a pocket-sized appearance (laughs) It will fit in a pocket You just gotta make that pocket bigger (laughs) I mean The Oscar winner Now this is interesting I think The Oscar winner for the 1957 Was Bridge on the River Kwai Yeah Which I've never seen um, We
1: watched. There's something on Netflix about Jack Whitehall and he travels with his dad. Mm-hmm. And they go wherever that is. And he's like, Jack, this is the bridge on River Kwai. This is where they stood. They're British. Mm-hmm. And. Jack's like Googling it, and he's like, This isn't even the bridge that they actually stood on. This is just the bridge that's in the movie. And his dad's like, Shut the fuck up, Jack. Well,
0: then it's the movie where the actor stood. Right? That's but, uh. Enough.
1: Yeah, so that's where I know that from. I've not actually seen it.
0: Well, I. <laughs> Uninformed little me, I was just like, "That sounds Asian." I wonder if that's actually in Japan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was looking up if it was related to Japan, and there was a little article that was talking about how it was, ex- you know, received. Yeah, the Japanese resented the implication in the movie that their engineers were less capable than British engineers. In fact. Japanese engineers had been surveying the route of the railway since 1937 and were highly organized. In Ooh. essence, viewers disliked the glorification of the superiority of Western civilization of course. represented in the movie, illustrated by the British being able to build a bridge that the Japanese could not. Mm. The film also contains a scene where Colonel Nicholson, while inspecting the bridge, construction progress refers to the Japanese overseeing them as barbarians. In the version Ooh. of the movie edited for DVD in 2000, the reference is overdubbed with a water splash sound. And I I was telling Vicky, I found a YouTube video that's basically a prep video for men in the army that were going to be stationed in Japan. And it was made in 1957. And it's got like these just, it's like. This overconfident tone of American superiority, right and they're just like, you know, they'll get there they they were talking about the um roads and they're just like, and some of the better ones are almost as good as ours and like I don't know like it felt very gross when I was watching it, but I thought I could post a link in my uh, Facebook note when I'm posted yeah so if you got I mean it's twenty seven minutes, I don't mm-hmm. recommend watching it have to, to all dedicate. The your but time. it might I mean you might find it More interesting than I did I was just looking for More trivia Because it was really hard For me to find 1950s trivia Right For Japan Right Because you know The west is best <laughs> Right So <laughs> the number one movie In 1957 Was Bridge on the River Kwai mm-hmm. Number two was Peyton Place okay. And number three was oh, Sayonara I probably could have Done some research on that I didn't even read I just saw the Oscar winner And You just copied paste, Jumped in yeah. you like okay uh, I know I've been talking for like 21 minutes straight mm. <laughs> But there's more But <laughs> well, wait The oh, movie trivia man. Jesus
1: <laughs> we've, we've not even We've not even <laughs> gone through like the synopsis Of the movie and the play <laughs> I'm
0: sorry I can cut some of it But You're the um, trivia for the movie Takeshi Kato who was the guard Killed by Washizu uh-huh. Was worried about the thrust <laughs> mm. He was worried about the thrust of Toshiro Mifune's sword, so he placed a block of wood in his armpit. Unfortunately, Mifune's thrust split the block and wounded Kato. He bore the scar until his death in 2015. Wow. Yeah. It's what being chicken shit will get you. It's a powerful thrust. <laughs> I don't know why, but even when I was like reading it, I was giggling. The word "thrust" because you're not mature, (laughs) and I hadn't even had any wine at that point. But the word "thrust," child, (laughs) it just you're (laughs) so funny. (laughs) So the castle exteriors were built and shot high up on Mount Fuji. Oh, the castle courtyard was constructed at Toho Tamagawa's studio with volcanic soil brought in from Fuji so that the ground would match. The oh, okay. interiors were shot in a smaller Tokyo studio. The four scenes were a combination of actual Fuji forest and studio shots in Tokyo. Washizu's mansion was shot in the Izu Peninsula. I think I just found every possible Hard word. word. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, let me
1: find as many Japanese words that I don't know how to pronounce as I possibly can. Yes.
0: In and Japan. And fit
1: them into this podcast.
0: In a single, like... We want to be as offensive as possible. In Japan, the title of Throne of Blood is, oh my god, (laughs) translated to Castle of the Spider's Web. Okay, because it's the Spider's Web Castle, I get you. the Spider's Web Forest, and stiff. When they were shooting, they, he wanted to build a facade of a castle, but that was not practical, so they actually built, like, the outside of a castle, Mm -hmm. and they did it with the help of United States Marines, who are based in the area. That's cool. That is kind of cool. Michael Fassbender, who played Macbeth in Macbeth. In Macbeth. (laughs) He stated that Throne of Blood is his favorite Macbeth adaptation. Interesting. Akira Kurosawa believed that Scotland and Japan in the Middle Ages shared social problems, and that... These had lessons for the present day So mm. that's why he wanted to set it in feudal Japan Gotcha Swear to god that's all I have Okay So Throne of Blood Is I guess I'll do the plot And then you'll do Macbeth Right Okay so Throne of Blood is about These two guys They um Washizu and Miki. They're Miki Miki Who at
1: first I put in my notes as Mizu and then I Googled it for the millionth time, and I was like, that's not his name.
0: He, uh, they are both, like, commanders in the king's army. Yes. And they are, like, killing it. They basically thought all was lost, and the two of them really turned it around. Yep. So they are about to be awarded, basically, for their service. Right. And so they're going through the spider's web for us. Then they hear laughter. Laughter. How's it go, Vicky? I feel like it, it is gets better with extra each classic no, one. You know how we talked about um <laughs> Renee being extra in Mallrats? Yes. The wise man, the evil spirit, Mr. Whiteface. <laughs> he's he's extra. He's extra as yes. fuck. I called him Whiteface Man because he is wearing some straight powder. Like It <laughs> is a lot. It is a there, lot. He
1: like his around his mouth looked all like crackly. Yeah, I mean, he looked creepy as
0: fuck. Yeah. So they run into Whiteface. They listen to his creepy ass song for like, (laughs) Humanity sucks. (laughs) You all eat dicks. Yes. So he (laughs) sings for like fucking ever. While he's spinning his little silk wheel. It's
1: a spinning wheel. Yes. Uh, I googled it. I was like, what the fuck
0: is this spinning wheel
1: called? It's a spinning wheel. Oh,
0: (laughs) cool. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Whiteface. Mr. Whiteface. Oh, spirit ass yeah so they're just like who the fuck are you and he's just like oh who am i mickey and washizu and they're he's like i know exactly who you are oh snap he <laughs> i like names. that you're doing the <gasps> right <laughs> without any fucking noise you're just like people can see me right people know people know <laughs> okay so they're just like oh snap he knows our names and he's like oh i know more than your names and then he i tells know them your their future forces yeah, he's just like, Washizu, like, you're gonna get promoted tonight. And he's just like, the fuck I am. And he's like, not only that, you're gonna become king. And he's like, the fuck I am. And he's like, oh, and Mickey, like, you're gonna get promoted tonight, too. And Mickey's like, the fuck I am. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> The fuck I am. Yeah, and then he's just like, and your son is gonna become king. And he's like, the fuck he is. So the they I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they run away. Uh, they're trying ah! to get to the castle. Yeah, he laughs as they flee. <clears throat> So then they see the castle in the distance. but instead They're like, of like, man, I'm tired. Yeah, like, ooh, I'm beat. My armor's too heavy. These dogs are barking. Like, <laughs> I just need to sit down. <laughs> who the fuck does that? Who sees they're their like, destination in the they're distance? They're like,
1: the house we're going to is a block down the road, but I really need to pee. <laughs> yeah,
0: who does that? So they stop and they just laugh and laugh at Mr. Whiteface. And how ridiculous it is! And of crazy, course, these things are not going to happen. Crazy spirit! If, what do you know? So then they go see the king, and the king promotes them both. Like what up? Mm. You're promoted! And they're just like, oh snap! This, this is comes for with real. a pay raise. <laughs> yeah. So then it shows Washizu in his new digs because his promotion got him some new digs. Yes. And he's telling his wife about all the shit that happened. Right. Yes. His wife's name is Asaji. And she's a bitch. She is a trifling bitch. She's just like, oh, so you know what's going to happen, right? Mickey is going to tell the king. The king is going to be afraid you're going to try to take his throne. Yep. And he's going to come after you. Yep. And he's just like, nah, Mickey's my boy. We've been friends since childhood. And she's like, no, I'm your boy. I know (laughs) what the fuck
1: is up. I'm your boy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like It's me and you, bro. So, Everything is me. Yeah, she's like Mickey's going to sell you out, and he's like, "No, he's not." Then, she, like at the perfect moment, servant runs up and he's like, "The king is coming," the and king. they just look at each other, and she's, and she's like, like, "Bitch, see, I told what you what I sell." Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this so is my third
0: glass of wine. What I sell you? <laughs> what I sell you? What I sell you? Well, Shizu goes and sees the king. The king wants his assistance in attacking Ennui.
1: Which is what we've decided to call the enemy. Yes, we've gone with the now. French
0: pronunciation.
1: <laughs> they fight. In this right. Japanese
0: Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, so he eases his fears and he goes and tells Asaji he's like, see, he's not Nothing. here for me. And Asagi's like, no, bro, Like, here's what's really up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let and me tell you the real, real.
0: Yeah. She's just like, Mickey is just wait. Like, Mickey's over there safe just waiting for you to die in battle yeah like this shit's not over yeah she's like don't dream it be, be it. it you gotta make your fate make it so she's like here's what we're gonna do we're gonna drug his guards right yes. we're gonna put him to sleep with some sleeping potion in the sake sake like you do yep and that's how i sleep every night <laughs> a sleeping potion in the sake. yep
1: <laughs> i've got sake in my fridge right now no shit
0: I you know, I almost went like wanted to get some because I thought it would be fitting. It's not Zach no, likes it. Zach likes it. If it's I don't think like warm. It. He really yeah, likes
1: it. Yeah, Zach will he microwaves it. That's so it's warm. So American. I know.
0: So anyway, she's like, We're gonna drug the guards. You're gonna kill the king. And then you're gonna become king. This is an ironclad <laughs> plan. Right. What? what could go wrong? There is
1: no other option. Oh, there's your fucking cat. I was wondering.
0: So they do that. She walks into and out of this, like, dark closet. Yeah. And it's creepy as fuck. Like, she yeah. just completely disappears yeah. and then reappears. It gave me chills. It's fucking creepy. So Washizu kills the king. Yep. Asaji frames a guard. Because that bitch is trifling. The king's son fears that he's going to be blamed. So he leaves. Yes. He runs to Mickey with Noriyasu. Yep. Who's the guy. Yep. That exists.
1: He's... The guards were his guards. Yes, that's right. They're his men. So they're both men.
0: afraid that they're going to be blamed for this shit. Right. When they didn't have anything to do with it.
1: They both know it was Washizu.
0: Yeah, so they run to Mickey. And they're just like, Mickey, bro, let us in. And Mickey's like, nah. Like. He's like, it seems I Seems like the deck is stacked against you. I'm good. He's like, I don't want to help you. So they start shooting arrows. They run into the forest. Washizu shows up. And, uh. He doesn't want to go in because he doesn't know where Mickey's head's at. No. So Asaji, the mastermind, she's just like, bro, here's what you do. You bring the king's body home. He's got to let you in. And it's so, a so you can bury duty. the king. You can't yeah. not. And he's not going to mess with you while you're doing this. Nah. That would be dishonorable. So
1: dishonor on you.
0: Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your family. <laughs> <laughs> so him and Mickey see each other. Things are tense, but they're good. Like, like, they're fine. Mickey's like, man, I'll totally talk you up to the council. Like, I got you. Yeah, I got your back. So then he becomes king. And then she's just like, you're never going to rest easy because Mickey wants to kill you. Because as soon as you're dead, his son is going to become king. That's what's going to happen. Just like you killed the king, he wants to kill you. And he's just like, no, no, that makes sense. So (laughs) we time jump. now. I like how
1: they're all thugs. Like, we're fucking this... Japan, feudal Japan. We're oh, like,
0: Bruh. It ratchet. is what it is. Now Washizu is king. Yep. And he's being forced to name an heir because he doesn't have one. Right. Asaji's not doing her end of Man, the bargain. Why the fuck? I'd be like, dude, I just
1: took the throne. Give me a chance. Well, that's the thing. We don't I know can, how much time is. I can make an heir.
0: Right. I will fuck the shit out of my wife. <laughs> I will get it in, son. <laughs> He's going to name Mickey's son And Asaji's like, hold up You name his son, the first thing they're going to do is kill you You're dead Yeah, you're dead, it's over And she's like, and besides, I'm knocked up Right Did not believe that bitch I didn't either I was like, she's faking this Mm -hmm. I know women like that Mm -hmm. We
1: used to know women like that We
0: used to know women like that That bitch is, what? what is she, Vicky? She's trifling Who knows Then we go over, we see a scene with Mickey and his son Mickey's telling his son about how great his fortune is. And Mickey's son is like, bro, like, you're listening to evil spirits. And, like, we've seen what Washizu is capable of. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're not going to dinner. No. Fuck that. No. Mickey's son is the only person in this movie that makes any goddamn sense. He's the only person in this movie that's hot. Yeah. But probably not
1: now. Probably not now. Probably dead. But then he was hot. I bet my grandma was like, hey, boy. I know. What that dick do? What that dick do? Ooh, I don't want to think about my grandma being like, what that dick do? <laughs> it's not,
0: All right. That's not okay. <laughs> so Mickey doesn't show up to dinner. No. And what she's doing looks real upset. Yeah, he's pissed. Yes. Then where Mickey is supposed to be sitting, Whiteface shows up, right? Yeah. And Washizu flips the fuck out. Right, he massive freak out. But if there is anything any person in this movie that gives a shit about Washizu, it is Asaji. She's like, Bro, I got your back. He's yes. just drunk, guys. He's drunk. This happens. He's drunk. So everybody calms down, then he sees him again, freaks the fuck out. When it happens again, she's like, This party's over.
1: Yeah, she's like <laughs> Get it's, the fuck out. it's time to go to
0: bed. So bed. She sends everyone away, including the servant that she fucking screams at. Yeah.
1: Well, because she's like, okay, everybody, it's time to retire to your rooms. And the servant, well, she's a servant, so she stays there. And she turns around and she's like, I said retire! Right. So she (laughs) sends them out. Except in Japanese.
0: The assassin shows up. Because apparently there's one of those in this movie. Yeah. And he tells Washizu that... He was unsuccessful in killing Mickey and his son. He only killed Mickey. And his son has fled to Ennui, where yes. Noriyasu and the prince are. Yes. And this is infuriating. Yes. Washizu kills him. Yes. Not clear if he does that to keep him quiet or because he failed. But or both. Asaji is not impressed with this botched no, attempt. No, he's pissed. Ennui is blamed for Mickey's death. We yes. have a scene with commoners discussing it. Yeah. So they're just they're like, like, bro, uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense that Mickey is killed by Ennui and then his son runs to Ennui. Like, that just doesn't add up. Right. Then we see Asaji has delivered a stillborn baby. She's not doing great. Washizu she's no. is under serious attack by Ennui yep. and Mickey's son and Noriasu and the they're prince. Coming. They're, they're coming. They're coming for him. He goes to see Captain Whiteface, who advises him that until the trees rise against the castle, he will not lose. So <laughs> takes this at face value. Yeah. And then he laughs for like 27 minutes. Yes. So Washizu takes this at face value and he's like, I'm good. Right. Even, even though he's fucking laughing evilly. Forever. Forever. And the first time he gave him prophecy, it was very cut and dry. Like, bro, yeah. you're getting promoted. Then you're becoming king. Right. There was no poetry to it He wasn't no, speaking in riddles And no. now all of a sudden it's trees and castles And bullshit And Ooh. so he's just like oh Okay I'm gonna win So he goes home His mm. armies are like getting nervous And he's like nah bros, this is what happened He tells them about the prophecies yep. And he tells them about the trees coming yep. up against the castle They all have a good laugh A very Japanese ho ho ho, 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 ho. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> So they all laugh <laughs> They laugh like Santa <laughs> sort of <laughs> are Japanese all Santa though. great and then the trees rise up against them because they cut down the trees to hide their numbers yes and uh he dies Yep, and his wife loses her fucking mind yep that's pretty much thrown to blood yep how do you feel that it adapted Macbeth
1: I feel like it was it did a good job it's kind of similar A brave Scottish general named Macbeth receives a prophecy from a trio of witches that one day he will become king of Scotland. Consumed by ambition and spurred to action by his wife, Macbeth murders King Duncan and takes the Scottish throne for himself. He is then racked with guilt and paranoia. Forced to commit more and more murders to protect himself from enmity and suspicion, he soon becomes a tyrannical ruler. The blood path and consequent... Civil wars swiftly take Macbeth and Lady Macbeth into the realms of madness and death. They There's go crazy. There's also
0: drawbacks to knowing your own future, right? When Luke watched this with me, he loved the flute music. <laughs> I really dug the flute. It was really. Creepy? He did not like, and he was just like, it. "Oh my god, how long is this gonna go on?" He's like, I "Okay, hope these wait, are the which
1: which one? The credit one?
0: Yes. Yeah, no, that was too fucking long. Yeah, he. Hated and there was
1: it. a lot of like heavy." breathing or something during it and it was really uncomfortable
0: well he was just anxious to know whether or not there were gonna be subtitles yeah uh so anyway um yeah we watched it together and he was talking about how lady mcbeth or Asaji was stupid because she was pressing him to make his own fate but his fate had been read and right. so like he should be able to do nothing and that come to pass right Which reminded me of this, like, super old stupid joke that my cousin used to tell, and it's uh, about, there's a flood coming, Mm -hmm. and this guy uh, prayed about it, and Mm -hmm. he was convinced that he had a message from God that God was going to save him. Okay. So the water starts to get high, and his neighbor comes by, and he's just like, hey, I got room in my car. Like, come on. He's like, no, 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 I'm good. God's going to save me. So then it continues to rain and he has to get up on his roof or he has to go to his second story and somebody comes by in a boat and they're like bro we got you climb right in he's like no no no. god's gonna save me i'm good so it keeps raining he has to get on his roof helicopter comes by and they're like you know we're taking in people come on they throw him down ladder he's like "No, no no i'm good god's got me and so they fly off and then he drowns and he goes up to the pearly gates and saint peter lets him in and he goes straight up to god and he's like bro Where were you? Like, you told me you were going to save me. And the guy's like, I sent two car or a car, a boat and a helicopter. What were you thinking? (laughs) And so that popped into my head. It's just like. Sometimes you do have to make your own fate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I can see both sides of the argument. Like, if fate is fate, I shouldn't have to do anything. But at the same time, like, you should you should work for what you get. You should right. make it happen.
1: Well, I think with Macbeth and with Throne of Blood, the thing is... Since their fortune was foretold, it put that bug in their ear, mm-hmm. and their ambitions fucked them. Self-fulfilling prophecies.
0: Yes, because it, th- there's a danger in knowing your own future. Yeah, that's like um, you don't watch um, Black Mirror, do you? Uh, no,
1: I watched that episode with you, and I've watched the first episode.
0: The first episode's rough.
1: Yeah. The pig fucking Yeah, it's rough. I wasn't Zach sure I wanted I, to keep watching. Yeah. Yeah. Zach and I keep meaning to watch more, but we've not gotten around to it yet.
0: It's really interesting. Uh, there's... The new season was a mixed bag for me. Like, I, yeah. there are, I think, seven episodes, and I really liked two. I really didn't like two, and okay. the rest were okay. Okay. There's an episode about... I In this alternate future, you're matched up, like... To date, this system is trying to find your perfect match, and so they send you on dates. They gauge your reaction to each other, and they predict how long it's going to last. And so you're with that, you're stuck with that person for that amount of time, mm-hmm. and then, and then it's over, right? Until they find your perfect match. So, the story is about this guy and this girl going to date. He's super awkward and backward and weird, uh-huh. and she's not any of those things but for whatever reason they really mesh well and she kind of brings him out of his shell and she just thinks he's really charming and funny and cute right and so they there's the thing tells them how long they're going to be together they have like this little it looks like a birth control <laughs> thing. okay and so they're just like let's find out and it said like 12 hours and they're uh-huh. just like oh really like I'm kind of digging you like what's that about and the way that the system is work is when it's over it's over right they go their separate ways and then like she keeps looking every person that she gets with she keeps looking how long she's going to be with them and it's like she doesn't even enjoy the time that they have together because she knows how long it's going to be right so you're like what's the point yeah there's like a a, what's the point knowing your future informs what's going to happen right you know what I mean yeah. I don't know. What's it the, was interesting and that self fulfilling prophecy stuff right. makes me think of it. You should check it out. That that was one of my favorite episodes. Sure. Vicky had a snafu. I did. You guys may have seen
1: it on Twitter. It's still there. Still there. I did not feel poorly enough about myself to delete it. I think it's funny. I do too.
0: Vicky tweeted and she's just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. There are no subtitles. This isn't in English. And I just happened to look at Twitter and I'm just like, uh. Right? Like, what are
1: the chances?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, like, up my Twitter game because it's, like, yeah. it's sad. And so I was on Twitter and I was like, Vicky, mine had subtitles. And I was and like she got it from me?
1: Immediately I was like what the fuck? I thought Luke and I were bros. Like why would you <laughs> fuck me like that? Why if you knew that you downloaded a copy without subtitles, would you not be like, "Hey Vicky, I need your drive" mm. to give you the copy with subtitles? Well, like No, you
0: had the same thing that we did. I know now. Yeah. <laughs> but in but the <laughs> moment I was like, "What the fuck?" So, I was so mad. Mickey watched it for... 49 minutes. Almost an hour with no subtitles.
1: Yeah. So I, there was a lot of, I'm not sure what's really happening. I was like, maybe I'm just supposed to really focus on their tones and their facial expressions. I don't know how you did it. And their body language. And I was like, other than the evil spirit being the three witches, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) So, you know, the, I was like, there is much galloping and yelling in this movie. I don't know what's going on. It's like, they seem to be arguing. I made it to the scene where they're like, After the great lord has been killed Mm -hmm. and the prince and what's-his-name are going back to the castle Mm -hmm. and all of the army is, like, storming that camp and they're, like, arguing. Mm -hmm. I made it to there before you tweeted me and you were like, mine had subtitles. And I was like, are you
0: fucking kidding me? Okay, so Luke and I, we started watching it. He was thrilled with the flute music and then yeah. you know the very first scene where the guy like runs up falls to his knees and gets yeah. the report on how yeah, the, war the is going. first messenger yeah we got into the first messenger there were no subtitles and looks like hold on a minute and he figured it out he got the subtitles working and i made him rewind because i didn't want to miss anything i didn't know right. what was going on right i can only imagine 49 minutes
1: 49 minutes <laughs>
0: Zach said, why didn't you ask somebody? I
1: said, I Googled it. (laughs) Google didn't tell me expressly. Yes, yes, Vicky. If you press the fucking right button on the PlayStation, you will have subtitles. (laughs) He's like, how do you think subtitles get on movies? And I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't put subtitles on movies. I work in finance.
0: (laughs) I don't know that I would recommend this to just anyone. No. But... I did like it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I probably won't watch it again. No, but then I probably wouldn't watch Macbeth either, so. That's fair. It's just not my bag. That's fair. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. He just let us know that he found a movie that we couldn't find. What up, Luke? Why you slacking? I know, right? See, much like Asaji has (laughs) Washizu's back, Tyler has Luke and our back. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. All right, so... Thanks, brah. I guess that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, as always. We appreciate it. Contact us on social media. We are on Facebook, the Drama Mamas Podcast. We have a Gmail. If you want to email us, Drama Podcast at gmail.com. Vicky is in control of our Twitter account.
1: We are at... Drama Mamas Pod.
0: Hell yeah, we are... Active on there. I interact with it because I know Vicky's behind it all.
1: We're following for follows.
0: Hell yeah, So if you follow
1: us, we'll follow you. Um,
0: You can rate us and we would appreciate it if you did.
1: We would really appreciate it if you did.
0: And uh, let's see. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes. I post everything on the Facebook and you're welcome to listen there. But you can subscribe and get it automatically to your device of... Choice. Choice, yeah. So, unless there was anything else. No. Remember to save the drama.
1: For these mamas. Hell yeah. What what? Next week on the drama mamas. But fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck. But you. fuck you. But, but
0: fuck, fuck you. you. Take it how you
1: want. But fuck you. <laughs> Take it how you want. That's what she said. But fuck you.